0: And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships.
1: Please check us out online on our Facebook page and Instagram at Couple Synergy or our website, synergy.com And be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for nearly 20 years.
0: You know, everyone says you should work on a relationship. But nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do, to create the relationship they've always dreamed of.
1: With the partner they fell in love with. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about taking time for your relationship, right? Investing energy and time in your relationship. And specifically, we're going to talk about our weekend intensive that we have created for couples. And, and we have one coming up on April 15th. And that is going to be held in uh, Lakeside, Michigan, which is a really wonderful setting that, that we have chosen. And for some of you that have kind of seen some of our promo and videos on it, it's, it's really fantastic.
0: So recently, we have had a lot of questions about what is going to happen or not happen on the weekend. So we wanted to address that. As well as, you know, how did this concept get born of holding a weekend Mm -hmm. and why we think it's important for couples to do and hopefully to clear up some of the mystery around this and people can make good decisions about joining us on this fabulous weekend.
1: Right. Now, if you've heard our past podcast, we talk a lot about face-to-face time for couples and, you know, it never ceases to amaze me that when we ask couples how much face-to-face time they are spending, and that's no one else, and no TVs, no screens, it's less than five hours a week.
0: Absolutely, and they look at us like, oh, we spend a lot of time together, and what are you doing? Well, we're watching our shows, and right. we're hanging out with the kids, we're like, no, alone, and face-to-face, not side-by-side, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, none.
1: Right, and and they don't understand how detrimental that is, mm-hmm. right, and you know, let alone being able to go away on a trip With your spouse. Like hardly any of the couples that we talk to are doing that. Right. You know, usually they go on vacation with the family, with the kids, which is great. It's awesome for family time, creating that family bond. But when it comes to the relationship specifically, I I would say very minimally are couples really investing that time and energy in their relationship.
0: It seems to be that. You know, when that energy builds up in a relationship because it's two people coming from very different backgrounds that have an idea of what they think it should be like, but their partner disagrees with them. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes uncomfortable. And instead of having and leaning into those difficult conversations, they want to avoid it. And then they take that energy and they go talk to their friends about it or family members or not their person. Right. Right. And then they get in this thing when they're where when they finally get to us, they say, We have a communication problem.
1: Yeah, you're not communicating at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and so what happens is that all of those hurt feelings or, you know, just kind of miscommunication, all of that gets shoved in the closet. They don't really take a look at it. They don't process it. And so it grows over time. And then when they do find themselves alone, that's when it usually comes up.
0: I just wanna bring this point up again because it's such a prominent point that men believe what women do and not what they say and women believe what men say but not what they do and typically it's going to be the woman because of the way her brain is designed that is going to anticipate the problem first she's going to see the lack of communication or the inability to really connect first and he's going to kind of go are you done talking about it? And we can go back to our shows. Like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Let's not talk about it. And when you look at what he's doing, that's what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Right. But he might be saying, yeah, i want to spend time with you. I want to connect with you. Let's go watch a show. And so when you get down to what is he actually doing and what is she actually saying, but not doing, because that's where the miss is in the beginning of understanding the communication problem because it's within the individual person of not being true inside themselves and saying what they mean and meaning what they say and doing what they say.
1: You know, the communication goes even further because we're not just talking about the words that are being spoken, but we're also talking about where those words are originating from. Is it, more emotional in nature or is it more intellectual and cognitive in nature and typically men in a relationship are going to be more cognitive they're going to look at things more from that intellectual perspective right and what is realistic or not and then women typically in a relationship are going to be much more emotional they're going to feel something in the moment and they're going to want to emote that whether it is logical or or not
0: Right. And so one of the first things that the weekend provides is an opportunity outside of like a marriage counseling session yeah. or a coaching session where you do have a third party that can sort of break the tie, so to speak. When you have two people that are kind of butting heads, it's hard for them to move beyond that position. And so the weekend provides this atmosphere where they can sit in a safe space and get to those conversations, and if they get stuck, there's help.
1: Yeah, and and on top of that, learn the skills and tools necessary to be able to have that conversation and communication where they're meeting in the middle, where men are really able to interpret almost what the emotional com- communication is, right, and where women are able to see, you know, where their, their husband is coming from, right, and what his perspective is.
0: I love when um, we're working with a couple and and the guy's just like, I don't know what to do with all of her big emotions and mm. all these words coming at me. And then when we teach them how to do that, they're like, oh, I can do that. And then they have all this confidence in the relationship instead of being like overwhelmed and like afraid of stepping on someone's toes or something. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that kind of brings up a good point because what men typically do in a relationship is they look for instructions, Mm -hmm. right? Where's the manual? You know, step one through step five. If I just follow that, then everything should be good, right? And my wife will be happy, you know? But it doesn't really work that way.
0: Well, especially if the person you're trying to learn from is giving you the meadow report, right? That's Tony Robbins' concept of the meadow report where she's not coming at you with step one, She's not coming at you with step one, do this, step two, do that, because that doesn't work for her. So she's like, well, you know, if you sort of, and she hints around because she wants him to figure it out, and and he can't. And so both people feel very unsatisfied in that dance, and they've been very stuck in it for a long time. The other thing that has to happen that most couples are doing wrong is they're not having fun, And they're not having new experiences. And what that does is it starts a rewiring in your brain so you can change up the dance to get to the the more difficult stuff. So this weekend is super fun. You'll be doing lots of new things that you've never done, things that are enjoyable and exciting and fun and not just the same old thing or trying to address the same old problems.
1: Right, because, you know, if the time that you spend alone together and face-to-face time is spent fighting or in conflict or feeling this negativity in the relationship. Well, then why would you want to spend more time with each other? Right. And so that's what couples do. They start backing away from each other, putting more distance in between each other. So spending time together and doing new things, it provides more of that fertilizer and the nurture piece that, a relationship can start to grow from, right? And having fun is absolutely a big part of this weekend, you know, so that couples are able to connect at that place where they, you know, they, they, they had that before when they first met and they first started their relationship. They would have fun together and experience new things. And just along the way, life becomes an obstacle.
0: Yeah, a big part of that is the way they... Um Kind of unconsciously have created how they spend their time together. So, in the beginning, you would turn off, you wouldn't answer your phone if someone called, and you didn't, you know, like distract yourself. You wanted to spend time with that person and you wanted to hear about them and look in their eyes and listen to their stories. And what that does inside of us is it creates a whole chemical uh, release thing that feels wonderful and kind of feeds itself. But now, it's like your analogy of the cell phone, right? You put it on the hook, you wake up in the morning, you're at 100%. Well, where's it all going? It's going to work, it's going to kids, it's going to cleaning the house and paying the bill and all the logistics. And then at the end of the day, when you're at 20%, of course you want to plop down on the couch and watch TV. Who's got any energy at that point?
1: You say putting it on the hook. Like, I don't know how many people remember (laughs) putting a phone on the hook. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Got me. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, you're putting your your cell phone on on the charger, right, and getting it charged (laughs) so that you start with 100%. And, you know, couples are not actually investing much energy on a daily basis into their relationship. You know, majority of it is going to work, majority of it is going to the kids or any other obligations that they have going on. They're not even spending much time nurturing
0: themselves. Oh, yeah, for sure not. Right. No.
1: And so, you know, this is this. weekend. Maybe they work out. Oh, yeah. This weekend is an investment. Mm-hmm. You know, we say it's an investment. It's an investment in energy and life, breathing life back into your relationship and breathing life back into yourself as well, which most people don't really take the time to do it. I mean, our, our society and our culture is all about what's the next thing and moving on to the next thing. And we cannot just stop and take a pause. And people don't see that as a priority. And, you know, we really, you know, I use the example of, um, you know, companies a lot, you know, and and the guys get this, you know, or or the women who are in corporate, you know, a corporate world, they understand this concept too. And that is that when you are in a company, you have meetings, you know, the company comes together and they talk about. You know, where they're at, where they want to go, what they want to accomplish, what wasn't working, what is working. And they do that on a very, very consistent basis, you know, at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. And the reason for that is so that they can kind of brainstorm, right? And they can take a look at what is working and they can have this forward momentum happening. But we don't do that in our relationships, or at least that's not a concept that people understand is that you have to come together with your partner, you got to talk about your finances. You got to talk about, you know, where you guys want to go in the future, what you want to accomplish. What are some of the goals that the two of you have, both individually and also as a couple. And then if you have kids, you got to talk about, you know, co-parenting and what is working, what isn't, what do we need to change? Because if you if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always gotten.
0: You know, it all starts with a dream. And We've started dreaming together right now, right, about finding some land in Colorado. And we don't know how it's going to work out. We don't know how all of it is going to be. But we have a dream now and we have a common vision and we're pretty invested in figuring that out. And there was a point when one of you asked the other to marry you and you or however your relationship started, if you're not married, and you had a dream. And then you had a dream of a wedding and you think about all of the energy and time and decision making and money that went into setting yourselves up on that one day. And even today, whether you were married five years ago, one year ago, seven years ago, 30 years ago, it's still carrying you that energy, that huge infusion of time, effort, money, it it carried your relationship and, and you can always refer back to it. And, you know, I just hung up some wedding pictures of my grandparents, you know, that's a big day. But then what? You know, right. Where right. is, you know, you spend a lot of money going to college to work on money to, uh, on your skills for a job, a career. And everyone tells you that's important and they tell you a wedding's important, but nobody tells you what's important after that.
1: No. No, because there's no there's no rule book, there's no class, mm-hmm. there's no relationship class that we go through in high school to understand how to have a healthy relationship right? And let alone like how to have good boundaries and how to have realistic expectations of yourself and your partner and let alone how to create a common vision, right? What is it that the two of you are heading towards? Because from our perspective in working with thousands of couples, most couples are just trying to survive the day.
0: They probably have financial goals. Sure, sure, but then
1: they don't know what they're going to do with that. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, we just have to build a nest egg. Okay, great, you know, but how do you want to live your life? You know, because living life is not just about creating a a great 401k, you know, it's really about how do you want to spend day in and day out with this partner that you have chosen? You know, it doesn't have to be just like surviving, you have to be thriving in your relationship because that's really what it is about life, you know, and why you would choose to be with one other person in this world.
0: And I think we learned that from the earlier generations. You know, certainly that was the goal of my grandparents' generation. They grew up, they didn't even get married till like 24 because of the depression, mm-hmm. they didn't have the money for it. And so to them, it was very important to go to work and make money, put food on the table. Happiness wasn't important bond and connection wasn't important. The things that were important to them, that was their dream. I want a, I want a house, I want to own a house. I want to, I want to have children. I want to grow old with you. And they did that. But that's not enough for this place that we are now in life. Most people can afford homes and children and, and then they get to the now what? And that's what we're talking about is now what? Those dreams that were set for you by your grandparents, by your parents, by your teachers of go to school, get a good job, get financially secure. Where's the dream beyond that?
1: Which really points to a bigger responsibility that we all have now in our relationships, in our marriage, is to create the now what, right? Because... You know if you think about maslow's hierarchy of needs and you know the base part of maslow's hierarchy of needs is about food shelter clothing and and basic survival well at the top of of the hierarchy is about this connection to something greater beyond ourselves and and that's really where a lot of us are at in our relationships is the now what you know it's we have all of our basic needs taken care of for the most part and We still are running into couples who are unhappy and unfulfilled and feeling lonely.
0: If we go back to what you were talking about about business, you know, 50 years ago when someone started a business, they probably rented some space. They bought some stuff and they had a pad of paper and a pencil and somebody would come in and say, I want to buy this stuff. And they'd write down, here's what it costs and here's the taxes. And they'd give them a piece of paper and they were given some paper back called money. And they made some change, and that was that, right? And we were just talking about this with our business, like, oh my God, we have to know all these search engines and Zoom platforms, and how do we connect, and how do we, it's so much more complicated, and it's a higher level way of doing business. And the same thing's true in our relationship. And what we've learned, and in a really tough way, is that sometimes it is worth, hiring someone who knows what they're doing to actually teach you how to do it instead of trying to figure it out yourself because there's so much out there. How do you figure it out? And you don't have that perspective. You know, our eyes see outward. They don't see inward. It's so hard for us to see ourselves and to work our way through that. And so this little bit of investment in your relationship is going to give you this incredible, incredible amount of return Because you don't have to hunt around and learn it. You're just going to learn it.
1: Right. I mean, with your finances, you would seek the help of an accountant and a financial advisor for your health. You would go to a physician, you know, for your, you know, physical activity. You would go to maybe a nutritionist or you would go to a personal trainer. You would seek out people who specialize in these aspects of our life because, They have the secrets, the tools, the tips on how to be more efficient and better at, you know, what it is that you want to accomplish. And so in our relationships, when it comes to communication, when it comes to connecting with our partner as we evolve over time, because we do, there are so many different stressors we're dealing with today than we were 10 years ago. We need people to be able to guide us, to give us an outside perspective. It's very easy to get stuck in your own paradigm and not be able to take a look at the mistakes that you're making and how you are contributing to a dysfunction in your marriage
0: because you can't even see it it's like we had someone come over to inspect our house and just the amount of information that person has about construction materials and and laws and and this little thing over here means this stuff we would n- never know because we don't study it we, we don't study it that's not our expertise so we bring someone in and say hey how do we fix this problem
1: and now we know we have to spend a lot of money to <laughs> fix it <laughs> right
0: but you know it's, it's that kind of thing when you can sit down for a short period of time in front of someone who can see it someone who knows it and can tell you here's why it's always really amazing that you don't have to read 50 different self-help books or study it or try to bump into it or try to finagle anything. You can just hear it and go, wow. And we hear that all the time. And, and not just in our field, but when we use p- people to help us with personal training or something else that's not our our area of expertise, it's incredible how much faster you can change.
1: You know, I'm glad you brought up the, you know, the topic of self-help books because... You know, you could go out and read a whole ton of books about relationships and how to change things, but depending on how you learn, you may not be able to apply that. And so the the weekend intensive that we have, that's going to be, we're going to be putting on, it is really getting down into that practical application, being able to take a look at what are the tools and skills you need to apply to your relationship, and then having an experiential you know experience i guess you know in in applying that in real time in your relationship and in an environment where it is just has been carved out so to provide this space and time and energy so that it can really truly be infused in your relationship and you can take it home with you right and now you have something that you have learned that is going to be applied from from this point forward in your relationship?
0: Yeah, reading a book is intellectual, and it's informational. And so you could read a book about how to ride a bike, but that doesn't mean you know how to ride a bike. Right, right. It really takes getting on the bike and feeling it and learning it on a cellular memory and having that experience that you will go, oh, now I get it. Cause none of us get it in our heads first. We just don't, you know, you think about anything, whether you're learning how to throw a baseball or dance or anything, you can hear the information of how to do it. But until you get out there and do it, you can't do it. And the relationship language is emotional. It's not intellectual. You can't read it in a book.
1: So for all the couples out there, imagine, and we know this for a fact, that the majority of those interested in, in listening to what we're saying about the weekend are going to be the women in the traditional relationship. Right. Because they're going to want change, and they're going to feel it. and they, they They feel it first before the men do. And they know that something needs to change, something needs to shift, and they've been feeling that for a while now. And so some of the questions that we have been getting from people is, and this is typically from the men,
0: mm-hmm.
1: am I going to have to talk about my relationship in front of a whole group of people? Am I going to have to bear my soul to all these people in an audience?
0: That's a great question. Great question. Mm-hmm.
1: And the answer is no. Mm-mm.
0: You're there to com- connect with your partner. Who cares who's in the room, right? And actually the benefit of the April weekend is it's going to be smaller because of COVID. So we want to make sure we're following some good guidelines and people stay safe and all that stuff. So the couples are going to kind of be pigeonholed in their little corners and their nooks and their crannies because this is a beautiful place to do that in, which is fabulous. And so you will be hearing the information as a group, but you will be having the experience as a couple.
1: And, you know, we have rented the entire inn, and so we have a lot of space to work with. And, you know, we are limiting the amount of couples, as Jean mentioned here. You know, we're even going less than half of occupancy um, just to make sure that we have enough space that the intensity is still there. But at the same time, it is going to give a wonderful environment for couples to really just infuse more energy and excitement and love and care and concern into their relationship.
0: So all the meals are done at your private table for two. Because you're there to connect with with your partner. You're not there to meet new people. You know, you're there to really let all those other distractions go. And so, uh, and speaking of the meals, we can accommodate any type of diet. So everyone is actually going to be choosing pretty customized what they're going to be eating. And so all of those, you know, gluten-free issues or vegan or whatever kind of things that are going on, we can, we can meet those needs as well as having that intimate privacy at each table for just the couple, and then after we do the the group work where you're just learning stuff, you're not really interacting. The couple goes off on their own to do the experiential practices.
1: Right. And on Saturday night we have a gala that's really that's uh, scheduled, and that is going to be just a fun time of connecting with your partner and you know maybe uh, cutting the rug a little bit.
0: Yeah. Maybe doing some dancing. We'll see how that goes. That's going to be just, you know, you think about when you dress up to go out, you know, because you got a wedding to go to or some party or something, maybe even on a nice date because it's your anniversary. You take some time to prepare your body. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of, it's like sort of like wearing a mask a little bit, not the kind of COVID mask, but like more of the Halloween mask of stepping into this place where, hey, we're going to go out on a date and we're fun and, We're looking really forward to having a great time.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting you kind of bring that up because how often do couples actually do that today? I mean, especially because of COVID, we've been really just kind of locked in, locked down and everything. And so, you know, if we are getting dressed up for an occasion, usually it's like some business thing or maybe even going to someone else's wedding. And so the focus of this this night of dressing up is just for the two of you.
0: You think about how much time and energy you put into dressing up when you were dating.
1: Right. (laughs) Even if you're
0: wearing jeans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know we just went through this. We just celebrated our 23rd wedding anniversary, and we were out in Colorado, and we were packing, and I said, do I need to bring a dress? And and you're like, yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to. Like, I was tired. I didn't want to. You know, it's a lot of extra work, right? You got to have some undergarments you have to have some jewelry you got to do your hair you got different shoes you got to bring and so I was like I just didn't feel like it and then you were obviously disappointed and so I'm like fine and I just threw some stuff in and we did end up going out and we did end up dressing up and even though everyone around us was very casual we stood out and we made other people happy because they're like they're celebrating something
1: yeah that was that was really cool And even our our daughter-in-law phoned in a drink for both of us, right? That was kind of (laughs) neat.
0: That was awesome. And so we're talking about all these, you know, and if you listen to the podcast and you listen to couples talk about their, their journey and we ask them, you know, at the end, you know, what does your partner do that, you know, they love you. And they always say it's the little things. Mm -hmm. And it's the little things that erode and and are corrosive to your relationship. It's the little things. It's the, lack of saying hello and goodbye it's the lack of touching each other it's the lack of you know being face to face and it's no big deal today or tomorrow or for a month or for a year but over time there's no relationship left it withers it's like a plant you can ignore a plant for a bit
1: right right well <laughs> oh, it can bring up a lot of different phrases a yeah. stitch in time saves nine right? yeah right yeah,
0: all that kind of stuff
1: so, if you want more information about the couple, uh, the Couple Synergy Weekend Intensive, the easiest way to do that is to go to couplesynergy.com and just go under Experiences at the top tab and just click on Weekend Intensive. Um, you can also go to our Facebook page, Couple Synergy, and on there is an event, you know that that uh, has the Weekend Intensive there too, and that'll take you, you know, to the page to get more information and to register as well.
0: And if you have really specific questions, you can book a call with someone on our team that will, will kind of talk you through any of those issues or concerns you might have about the weekend. And so you could also book a call to get more information.
1: Right, right. And we are coming up on it on April 15th. So, you know, make sure you lock in your space because, as we said, it's a very we have li- very limited numbers as far as space.
0: Right, and it's already starting to fill up, which is really exciting. We've been wanting to do this for so long. Talk about having a dream, right? Yeah. I think we even were talking about this 15 years ago, you know.
1: Probably, just like holding (laughs) a a big soiree for couples and celebrating, you know, marriage in general, right?
0: And it's sifted out into, into this. And, you know, it's just something we really know is so needed in our society today, where Couples are so overwhelmed with their daily life and they're not knowing what to do or how to do it. And we've taken care of all of that. All you got to do is show up and let us show you the way.
1: Well, we want to wholeheartedly thank you for joining us today and for listening to Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners.
0: And if you know someone who could benefit from coming on the weekend or hearing some of the concepts in this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening.
1: For all of you listening, please subscribe to our podcast and please leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy dot com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs, such as Relationship One On One, Couples Weekend Intensive, which is coming up, and our premier program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. dot com.
0: And just one more little shout out: we have some workshops we offer. So there's a men's empowerment group, there's a spiritual development group, there's a group on anxiety, there's an art therapy group. So uh, keep looking at our connections page for, th- for other things that we offer.
1: Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love.
0: You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.